Come on, yeah, come on, it's like that. Hello and welcome to my it's young like loyal listeners of Team Bible Study, taught in 10 minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennetts, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, today's episode, and my special co-host is Nathaniel T. In this week's episode, we will be discussing how is your faith, the tribulations of life, according to God's word, with our special guest. We are coming to you live from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, with another great lesson for another great week. We want to send out a special thank you and shout out to our South Carolina listeners since we are in your great state. I'm sure you guessed it, the PNT Podcast Show is on vacation and recording from location. You guys are just that important to us that we didn't want to miss sharing a short lesson with you to keep you encouraged during these tough times economically and socially. So let's get right down to it. The world and the biblical meaning of tribulation. A state of great trouble or suffering. And we can find this in Matthew 13, 19 through 22. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on the rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. I know I said a mouthful, and I said a lot, but I could sum it up in one phrase and all of that. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. What does that mean? Here it is. What that means is simply this. When we are attacked because of our belief system, we tend to shy away or we tend to act ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is what is taken away from us. Because we begin to think about what the world thinks about us or what people thinks about us. That's when we say the worries of this life. See, we think about, we worry about what people say. And so, or either we're so enamored or we're so focused on all this money that the world is telling us we can have that it chokes the word to make it null and void. And that renders us unfruitful. The most important thing I want you guys to get from this scripture as it relates to tribulation and how is your faith is this. You hear the word, you accept the word, and you give your life to Christ. And this word is sown in your heart because you said you believe in your heart that Christ died for you. See, this seed is planted in you. And when you receive it, you have all this joy. But because you're at the beginning of your walk with Christ, it hasn't fully taken root. The roots haven't really taken root into the ground. You're not grounded just yet. So when trouble comes because of your belief, it only lasts for a short time because you walk away. As an example, we can look at Peter. Jesus prophetically stated that Peter would deny him three times 
before the rooster would crow. When Jesus was found by the guards and was going to be persecuted and was going to be slain on the cross for our sins, they were going to slay anybody that knew Jesus or was walking with him. They asked Peter, did they know this man Jesus? And Peter said, no, I don't. See, this, is, this was Peter who was going to be persecuted because of the word. And you saw how quickly he fell away. And he denied the Lord and Savior that he walked with. He saw all the miracles that Jesus performed day and night along the path, different cities, only to deny him when faith was faced with tribulation and death. So I'm encouraging you, my young loyal listeners, to not to be Peter. And we'll talk more about this. As always, my young loyal listeners, I always give you two biblical definitions of the word that we define, which is tribulation. And with that, I'm reminded of a Christian gospel song. And the verse goes like this. He may not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. Now is that time for you guys to hear from our special guest host, Nathaniel T., on his thoughts on tribulation. Nathaniel, what would you like to share with my young little listeners? Thank you for having me, Minister Bennett. I'd like to go right into the Word. Jesus said in John 16, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Here's something to chew on when it comes to Christian tribulation worldwide. It can be akin to persecution, and in my research, I found that the level of violence our peers face is off the charts. Consider this. In Nigeria, around 17 Christians are killed daily. If we move over to Afghanistan, we find the Taliban actively hunting down believers, forcing them to pray and worship in secret. In India, there were 300 cases of violence against Christians we know about in 2021 alone. And in North Korea, one of the strictest countries against believers, we find upwards of 50,000 Christians forced to work in labor camps. That's a lot of persecution. Given the freedoms we have here in America, it's almost hard to imagine going through such difficult trials. Compared to being forced into a labor camp, having some tense conversations or being alienated for our beliefs is, well, child's play. Allow me to encourage you. As young believers, we may face tribulation from our friends, coworkers, and even our families. But stand fast and run the race with endurance. Spread the gospel no matter what it costs you. We know it's costing our brothers and sisters around the world a lot, sometimes even their lives. Jesus told us in John 15, 18, If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Be ready to meet that hate with love. What better way can we reach people than by sharing the love that was given to us? Let them know how God so loved the world. Help them see God through you and your walk and your life. <laughs> That's all I got. I'm Nathaniel Thompson. Cross our hearts, bear your cross, and don't miss the mark. Thank you for sharing those great insights that you have on world tribulation, persecution of Christians all around the world, the facts that you dropped. Just when our young little listeners thought it was better to live in another place than in the United States, just think, people being persecuted for what they believe, not for what they do, but simply believing in a Savior that is out there saving many, giving us eternal life. People are being persecuted for just professing their faith and their belief in Jesus Christ. 
Imagine that. Well, I don't want you to imagine that. I want you to do exactly what Nathaniel T. said. I want you to bear your cross. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this short break with some practical ways to do just that. We are back live in the PNT Podcast Studio after that short break to talk about some practical ways to stay faithful through the tribulations of life. You guys are awesome. You guys are great as always. I hope you enjoyed our special guest because we're going to bring him back for this part of the podcast show. You know, here at the PNT Podcast Studio, we take the time to do the research, to reflect on some tips, things on how your faith should guide you during these times in your young life. And we got that list for you, so you don't have to do it. We got you covered. Here's the list that we came up with. Number one, grounded. Maintain your faith at all times. Not sometimes, but all times. I didn't say some, I said all. You really shouldn't separate the good times, the bad times, or the hard times from your faith. Because you know why? Because we can do nothing apart from God. He is our source. He is our everything. To think that you do without him just shocks you, but I know you guys aren't thinking that. He is the reason that we have hope that we can get through this and that this too shall pass. Number two, committed. Find things or activities that bring you peace. Finding that safe place or thing during a crisis is probably one of the biggest steps you can take to walk through this dark and not so pleasant time. Number three, prayer. (laughs) If you thought you can get away without praying, I'm sorry. You know how we do it here. Prayer is the language that we use to speak to God. If God is the author and finisher of our faith, why not spend time talking to him about it? Why not give your struggles, your problems to God? Not because he created them, I don't want you to get it twisted, but because he can bring you the strength and the comfort you need to endure these tribulations that life brings you. Number four, trust. This can be a very tricky one, given that our total trust should be in God. What we are trying to convey here is, you don't have to go at it alone. Rely on your support systems, which should be like-minded believers like yourself. This should be a spiritual person that you seek out, like a mentor, an elder, or your pastor. And finally, number five, seek. Seek and you shall find is what the Bible tells us. God said to seek and why he can be found. And everything we go through is for a time and a season, whether good or bad. Take some real time to find the good. What the devil meant for harm can always work to our good for those who love the Lord. All you have to do is seek and find it. It's there for you. Everything that we go through, good or bad, happy or sad, there is some good in it. You just have to find it. In summary, the importance of being faithful through the tribulations of life. Our faith is built and torn down during the unplanned and planned tribulations of our lives. We can't get through life without them. No one is exempt, including you, my young loyal listeners. Our faith should motivate us to not stand still and have a pity party, but to pick ourselves up and keep doing the work God called us to, despite how things look at the moment. If you find yourself stuck, think about the great, late Dr. Martin Luther King. And he said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. 
And again, Nathaniel T., we can't thank you enough for joining the show and sharing your insights. We look forward to having you back in the future. May God bless you and keep you in your ministry.